City Hall here in uh, Cape Town, Sona 2023. Joining us now on Radio Islam International, we have um, the DA's leader, John Stienhazen. Following the Sona, how would you respond to South Africans who would think if there's going to be more Rama promises, as some have dubbed it, more platitudes, why even follow what, what he has got to say tonight? No, well, I'm going to blame the cynicism that is set in from uh, is from the citizenry in the country, particularly given that the majority of undertakings made last year in the Tona were not fulfilled. And social compact, by way of an example, 100 days we were told we were going to have a social compact. Now, a year later, it's not there. Crime's gone up. Unemployment's gone up. Every single metric in the country is moving the wrong direction. Uh, and so I think people are starting to see through uh, the Ramaphoria and are starting to extend the Rama reality. And the president goes into the zone with a serious credibility problem and in a very difficult position. So, John, I mean, as an opposition party, actually the, the, the leading opposition party, I'm sure you guys pour over all the detail, right? If the average South African listens to the State of the Nation address, looks out for the key points now, like. Is there anything on which the president has delivered from, from last year's SONA or, or recent SONA? Well, he said he delivered on, on uh, hunting people into his office. Uh, you know, great president. Now, the fact that one of them has now resigned, he actually spoke to the energy crisis, has now resigned, leaving, uh, is a very a clear sign that things are not all well in that super presidency. Um, and I, I just think that the president, has, has, as I said in my State of the Nation um, alternative, I had five of, of the nine wasted years administration. Uh, there's been very little to show for for what uh, for what happened. No high-profile jailings, no high-profile um, corruption trials underway. Uh, a president who still sits with compromised individuals in his cabinet in his party and in his executive. We, we spoke to the leader of the Al Jamaa party, Hanif Hendricks, uh, about an hour ago. And, and he, he spoke about the super presidency, but he, he had a slightly different take. He said that um, the, the, the president is trying to be pragmatic. He's got to accommodate people in his cabinet to keep different factions and interest groups within the ANC happy. So he's creating a parallel cabinet within the presidency of what Hanif T uh, termed uh, young whiskids, who he feels... Uh, could be the last hope for, 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 for this presidency. Yeah, but the problem is, is that they don't have the power that ministers have to determine the policy. And I think mm. you've seen that with the energy sector where there's been a number of energy experts both uh, within the presidency and other areas that have said what clearly need, what needs to be done, but Gwede Mankashi has been the obstacle to that. So you can bring as many people as you like in there unless you're deploying the right people into the ministry to be responsible then for the, for the implementation of those things on a daily basis and on the ground, um, those are going to remain planned in a fall at the presidency, not being implemented. And particularly when you have obstructive ministers, uh, the best laid plans in that presidency are going to come to naught. What's your response, John, to those political analysts who say that uh, opposition parties uh, need, need to catch a bit of a wake up, with the ANC being so weak, uh, with the country being so disillusioned with the ANC, the gap between the DA, the EFF, and the ANC is still too big, even by all projections uh, that, that favor the DA going into 2024. The ANC, even if it is to decline significantly, will still be uh, the party with the most votes by, by some distance. Uh, what's your response to that? 
Well, I disagree with that fundamentally. And if one looks at the ANC's own polling, which leaked this last week, as well as uh, the polling that, that has emerged in the last uh, fortnight, uh, it shows us within 10 percentage to 11 points away from the ANC. So that's not the case. Um, I think the ANC, as load shedding creeps into every single home, destroys jobs, destroys the economy, as people still are victims of rampant crime and the as people still see an economy that's not growing, they are increasingly looking for alternatives. And the ANC has a huge electoral problem to face, which is why it's so this thing is going to be so fundamentally important. Hmm. On their best case, they will obtain a majority. Finally, John, uh, just before I let you go, we know that uh, you're facing a leadership contest within your own party, and, and that's fine. That's democracy. You've welcomed it. Uh, you've given reassurances that you're not going to in any way stifle Impopolat's uh, campaign. Uh, one comment, though, that she made, which, which I would like you to respond to, she said the reason she's running is she feels you do not connect with, with ordinary South Africans. How much of a concern is that for you, a person who was, who was the mayor of the biggest metro on the continent on behalf of the DA, coming out and saying, well, I've got to challenge the incumbent because I feel he doesn't connect with people? Well, she's entitled to her opinions. She's entitled to express them. I fundamentally dis disagree with that. And I think the DA's uh, growth and recovery under my...